Pause by MW, we ain't talking about cars. Millennials versus the world, that's the pot. Mike threw it up the kid off of the line. You better tune in, cause you know that we lie. Millennials versus the world is a ride. Born to win, and I win in that life. Boys, your opinion, no wrong and no right. So get out yeah. our way, they riding our way. But we do not care as long as you say. Millennials versus the world, Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world. What up, what up, what up, man? It's the Millennials vs. the World podcast. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. It's your boy, K.Dot Mims. Hey, Umar Nat Turner. Oh, All right. <laughs> it's your boy, Sam, official big dog. <laughs> what was going to say after that, bro? What am, what am I supposed to say after that, man? Just say your name, bro. Let's get this thing popping it, now. It's, it's Lewis, man. Lewis Black Sox. What's up? DJ J Dub 336. What's happening? It's our What's going on? What up, what up, DJ Marcus Sal? What's happening? Mike, that's you, man. It's Mike, it's Mike man. man. Hey, who at me, man? I got skipped, man. It's so all right, bro. I just want everybody listening. <laughs> I'm going to get in where I fit in. I want everybody listening yeah. to know we had to do that four different takes just for us to get that one thing wrong, just so y'all know. Right, damn, it's going to be a slow-ass episode. <laughs> all right, but so y'all know, man, last week we had the ladies on, man. They was, talk- they was talking their realness, you feel me? So now I got fellas to represent us, you feel me? So y'all know the four of us, me, Lewis, Mike, and Jay, we married. We got some fellas up here, might be in a relationship, single, doing anything, but it's going down tonight, you feel me? So the first question I'm gonna ask, man, I'm gonna ask the same question I asked the ladies, but in a reverse way. How, how, how many times have you been in a situation or interaction with a young lady? She sent you signals. How many times have you picked up the signal she was putting down? More than half the time or less than half the time? That's anybody can start that. How many, so wait, let me ask you real quick. How many times I was able to pick up on her signals? And be correct. It don't have to be the same oh, thing. Right. So like more than half the time when she, when she <laughs> told you right. hint, <laughs> you, a hint, you know it, or less than half the time when she throws you a hint, you catch okay, it. Okay, all right. Should, should I go first? Will anybody start it? Go ahead, go ahead. Any, you, you can grab it, Malcolm, go ahead. Yeah, I go first, man. Um, shoot, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's it's like a it's like a toss up. You know what I mean? Because you got you got a lot of women. I've been I've been in situations where me and me and try to interpret what she was meant to say, but that's not what she really meant. But she thinks she's doing something that means something different. Because you know, not everybody really take things the same way. So at one point, I got real just like. I guess that's kind of where I got blunt because I was just like, yo, what you want from me? I'm right here. This is what I got. Start to put my cards on the table. So I don't know. Yeah, I pick it up most of the time, but all the real, like, certain things I ain't going to get. You can't be too, like, Cody with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll agree. Okay, I'll okay. Say, I'll say it's a toss-up because girls need to be all the way, all the way direct or throw no signal at all and just hope you – Hope you pick up on the, the on telepathic ways. Yeah, t- telepathic yeah. ways. You know what I mean? Either all the way direct, or they won't say nothing at all and be in love with you. So it's like it's a toss up. Sweet, sweet Jones. I'm I'm definitely under fifty percent. I ain't looking for no damn signals. I tell you, I'm grown. <laughs> I'm thirty six, grown as fuck. You tell me what you want, but that, that's it, man. Like I'm not looking for no signals. So I'm definitely under the fifty percent on that one. I ain't got no room for gray area. We grown, man. 
God. <laughs> That's a bet. I what mean, what about uh, you, Sam? Yeah. yeah, I feel like for me, it's a toss up too because I'm a real outgoing dude. So it's like when I come, I come strong. So if you're gonna give me the same energy that I'm putting in, or I'm gonna walk anyways. So it's like I feel okay. like when I'm I'm able, it's easier for me to pick up that energy because she either gonna reciprocate the same energy or I'm gonna show that I'm not interested. I, so I got y'all done made me think. So let me ask this in y'all's experience. Are y'all better communicators than the women y'all have been involved with, or are they better communicators than you? And if so, oh, what makes you think that? I'm usually the best. best. It's a man. It's a man. I, I'm going to say I've been the better communicator, because I'm always one of the best. I, I feel like I'm, like, I got, like, female tendencies. I raised by my mom and my granny, so I say what's on my mind. I'm going to come at you how I feel. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know how they always be like, females emotional? I wear my heart on my sleeve. I ain't going to fucking lie. But mm-hmm. I, hey, I'm gonna I'm put it out there. It could be taken as blunt. It could be taken as harsh. But you are gonna know what's on my mind at all times. I'm not leaving no gray areas. So that's why I don't read gray areas. Yeah. yeah. See, I feel like change your name. Hey, hey, change your name to Cutthroat up there. <laughs> <Yes>, Mike. <laughs> God damn. Okay, Cutthroat. Hey, Mike, has that? But but I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that I agree or disagree. Has that served you always though? Saying everything that's on your mind from the jump? Hell no. Dude. I, and me either. So me why either. keep doing it? Because it, it made me, me feel good. I, I'm, I'm not going to change who I am to, to make somebody like to make somebody feel better. Mm-hmm. I, if, if she decided to be with me, I know she's been with me for being me. I don't have to pre- pretend to be nobody else. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I got it. That's so dope. I, I, on, uh, speaking on uh, that point that Mike made, I, I, and Kenan, kind of what you alluded to, like I feel like as men, we should only, uh, and people in general, you should only change for the betterment of you. You shouldn't change to, to make someone else comfortable. So the, right, things that, right. the things that we feel like are detrimental in relationships, like we should only change those things if we feel like it's necessary for us, not just necessary for someone else. So mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one, Mike. I'm with that. I, yeah. I, I, ain't even, I ain't even trying to argue. Go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry, bro. Look at Keenan. No, you good, man. I just, I, you know, I feel like with the communication, <laughs> I feel like men in general, are just better communicators because I feel, um, especially, you know, piggyback off of what uh, Buddy said at first, like, as men, especially as black men nowadays, I feel like we don't show our emotions as much as we need to and what's, what, how much is really required when you're in a committed relationship. But I feel like once you get past that point and you genuinely tell your woman exactly what your heart is yearning for and what you need out of your woman, I feel the communication level is just top tier at that point. You know, you, you can't take that back. Yeah. So needless to say, I feel like once men get past that point, men, I feel like all, all time is a uh, uh, better communicators. Bet. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I feel the same way. I've always been a better communicator. I feel like when I was, I'm, st- I, I feel like I'm the youngest one up here. Yeah. I'm definitely the youngest one. Look at here. Mike. So proud. i would say once i finally hit that point where i was like all right i'm done playing you know like games and you know i won't never line the females but as far as like playing games is relationship wise omission yeah i was always the the better communicator omission not lying bro you know me (laughs) omission's not lying I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this like I say on every pie, bro. If you if you did something detrimental and you don't say it, you're lying. But if you just tell an information that's not needed, that's not see this is where people go wrong in communication. And this is why I disagree with Mike and Lewis because I don't think communication is a 
personable trait. I think that's a skill that you got to have. So when you say change you, I don't think that you changing yourself if you changing a skill or getting better at a skill. But yeah, that's what I say like, I, I mean, think what they, I think what Lewis was saying was it's changing this. I get what you're saying, Keenan, but changing the skill is gonna make you better yeah, as a right. whole. Is I right. think what he was saying. So it's yeah. still essentially changing yourself for the better. Right. It's not changing who you are, right? It's just making yeah. you better, making yourself better. But you got to want, whatever you do, you got to want it for you first, though. You can't just oh, do for it sure. for someone else. So, yeah. sure. Can I ask you, guys, yeah. can I ask you guys this? What's happening? Was it at a certain point that, that your communication skill, like, enhanced or you finally got it and was like, all right, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm yeah. A, I'm yeah. A, I'm a <laughs> book now, like, this next relationship yeah. I get in, I'm a completely yeah. open book. Everything has changed. Like, was it a skill that you really picked up? Once you got to a certain age, or you know, like I, I think oh, I'm saying at a certain age, but after a certain, you know, a couple relationships, it's a, a threshold. Level. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's a threshold of care. You just you after a while, you know what I'm saying? You just you like if you okay, let's say like, well, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna speak for me, like for real, nigga. Like I grew up, nigga. Like I was a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I was one. I was one of the good niggas out here. You feel mm-hmm. me? I was really, really good out here. Like, I, I brought flowers. I was attentive. I was listening, compassionate, empathy, all that extra fluff and stuff off the top. You know what I mean? And then you realize I went to Hampton, and I realized what life was, what the the variety of what life was. And I was like, you know what? That good guy stuff really will have you last out here, bro. So listen, you know, just a it's a threshold of at some point it was like, listen, I keep trying to care about her, how this works, how this works, but they don't care because she think I'm doing something just because I fell asleep. You know what I mean? So like, I don't get the same compassion back. So I said, you know what? I'm telling everybody how I feel. I'm gonna be the most comfortable me because I'm gonna still meet people. So I'm gonna just be the most comfortable yeah. me. Hey, hey, real quick, let me let me throw this out there. Yeah. Do y'all feel like y'all are constantly, like as men, constantly like tweaking your skill set to like, uh, uh, I guess, better yourself? Do you feel like it's reciprocated? In your relationship? Like they putting in the same work as you? Hell no. I'm asking. (laughs) 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 Yeah, because I feel like our issue on this thing is that all of us have like a, uh, I'm gonna say a spectrum of, of, you know, how we communicate, but it's mm-hmm. all us trying to like get it right, if that makes sense. So we'll, we'll try yeah. like less communication. We'll try more communication. We'll communicate direct. We'll be like less direct, you know? Do y'all right. feel like that's also being done from the other side? If I, if I can answer that real quick, I do, to a certain extent, I do feel like uh, in my situation it is, but I had to realize something. I had to realize that I wasn't seeing it at first because it wasn't being presented to me in the way I wanted to see it. So right. we can, you know, the way that we do stuff, like you said, we can we can kind of observe it and say, okay, I need to be more direct. I'm being too direct. I think if they're not doing it on their end, we don't see that as them working on anything. Gotcha. But in actuality, it's like, we just don't understand how they do it. Cause I'm a over communicator, you know? So I wanna, that's how I look at I wanna piggyback off that. Cause that almost goes to play is with the um, almost like with the love language thing, where it's like if you you can you can show a woman all day long how much you love and care for her, but if it's not her love language, she won't receive it the way that you're trying to present it. It's yep. the same way with uh, like you said with the like with communicating. If she's not if she's not showing you the uh, give and take in the way that you want to receive it, you're not you're just not seeing. Well, yeah. it. You're not seeing. It. It's not meaning. It's not meaning that she's not trying on a constant basis on trying to show you. How much she cares for you and loves you, but 
if it is not the way that your heart and your eyes, you know, receive it, you're not gonna be able to understand it. Yeah, that's dope. Mm. That was dope. That was real. That was good. And, 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 and I think to piggyback off both of y'all, uh, because I, you know, I see Sam's ring, Jay, and I know you married as well. I think, and let me, and let yeah. me, I'm not gonna backtrack on what I said earlier, but I'm gonna answer Tyler's question and piggyback off y'all at the same time. <laughs> I think you learned that I think you learned that a part of communication is learning humans. You feel me? So I think a lot of times we try to separate because she's your wife or because she's your girl, her reaction may be different if she's a woman that you just interacting with elsewhere. You feel me? But you learn certain behaviors that's kind of general across the board. So when you say the communication got good, my, my number one thing that helped my communication, bro, is when I realized that communication is not saying everything that's on your mind to everybody. So like friends, family members, spouses, whatever. I used to think that, yo, nah, da 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 da, da, da. And I'm like, when I said- shit hard not to do that though. But what I'm saying is, what made me realize that when I said everything and I said nothing, I started getting the same result. So now it's a, it's my decision to say, what information am I gonna give to make, to make the thing change? Because if I told everything, ended up like this. If I said minimal, it still ended up like that. So now I'm like, okay, obviously there has to be some type of medium of information that's going to help the situation. And sometimes that, that's taking it on the chin. But when we talk about like doing it from the other end, I think that our intelligence emotionally and mentally gets challenged by women. So they think that they already have it in the bag, what they need to say to us. So it don't look like they're trying because they already know how we going to come with it. You feel me? And I... I think right. emotional intelligence is a person thing, not a gender thing, personally, but we'll be able to argue. It is a person thing. It is a person yeah. thing. I agree with you, though, Kenner. I do. The reason I said hell no, bro, and I, and I, I mean it. I still mean it. <laughs> 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 it's for, but it's for that reason, right? I don't think they have to try as hard to, to you know, but I do feel like as men, and just speaking from my perspective, I feel like we constantly have to try to meet them on that on that level. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think that they ever have to kind of meet, come down and meet us where we are uh, a lot of times. I think it's it's almost expected for us to try to learn how to communicate with them more so for them trying to learn how to communicate with us. That's that's what I feel. And I feel like that's the art of the, the nature of a man and a woman is the pursuit. And I think the pursuit of that is also mm -hmm. in, in communication as well. You said, can we just use right and left instead of up and down? Because then they'll say, uh, that they shouldn't be uh, <laughs> like catering to us. When you say when you say them coming down to us, mm -hmm. they they could use that literally <laughs> as saying that we're lesser. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? That that was like uh, them use. They could use that as a uh, a sign of us admitting that they are superior in that aspect. I I feel that way. That shit is cap, Mike. That shit is cap. I got you. I feel that. Hold on, Louis. You feel what way? You feel what way? I feel like that women are superior emotionally when it comes to. Um, I, I, I was talking about communicating only. emotionally. Oh no. Nah. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're. I feel like they're more in tune with their emotions. That, that's from nature. Women. They're they're nurturers by nature, that's, so they come. Exactly. They born so, with their nature. It might be. It might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they might know yeah, their. So yeah. I don't get offended by that. I mean, I can, I can, I mean, we got our advantages too. You know, that's just one of theirs, in my opinion. But I don't, I feel I don't. like they're very passionate in their feelings, but it's, I feel like 
sometimes because they get passionate in each feeling, they forget mm -hmm. that the feelings are also fleeting. You know what I mean? Like you go through a lot of feelings all day. So that's why you get some women mm -hmm. that get mad. She's smashing windows. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm breaking this. I'm going to destroy this. You cheating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that intelligence is just not everything got to be the the bring the house down effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. How how much did y'all upbringing play into how y'all communicate as adults? Oh, a whole lot. A lot. Yeah. Mine is, for me, it's a lot and a little. Okay. Because uh, like my my mom and my granddad, they was. Shit, when I went to basic training, I was like, well, this ain't nothing. My mom and granny always been worse than this. So it was like, all right, you know, and, and they, they taught you to say what's on your mind. And then the, the type of environment we came up in too, like you couldn't, you couldn't be perceived as soft or somebody that had to take from anybody. So you always had to be outspoken. But now that I, that I have my daughters, they've changed my perspective and my outlook on life and how I communicate and deal with women. Cause they, having my babies actually taught me how to properly communicate. Cause now I can talk without having to curse. I can talk without having to yell. I can express myself in a manner that anybody can take it and digest what I'm saying without me trying to be like the bigger, more dominant figure in the conversation. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, that's real boy. That's real. I, um, I feel like with my, I feel like in my situation, is more like growing up, my father was always the type that like would cuss you out and say some very hurtful things. And then, you know, call you in the, in the garage and, you know, give you some cookies or ice cream to make you feel better. After he, after he got finished whooping your ass. After so he done lit like, your ass up. Yeah, after he done lit your ass up. You hungry. Right, you, you, you want something to eat? You want something for the corner store? But it's like, yeah. so now in my relationship, I had to like tell myself like, I can't get upset and act at a place and then try to come home with flowers or, you know, you know, or, or order her something online and send her the link like, hey, I just ordered you this, although we just got finished arguing. It's like, I had to tell yeah, myself right. that that's just, you know, that's not the right way it of doing was. it. But, you know, it's breaking generational curses, man. Just because our parents did it to us don't mean we got to do it to everybody else. Did you start that way though, Sam? Did that's you true. start with yeah. like saying sorry yeah. that way and had to learn that that wasn't happening, that, that wasn't working? A hundred percent. I mean, this, this goes back to like high school days of you know relationships that didn't even really matter but it's like you're having the high school relationships and i was the same way getting upset and then feeling like oh i could just i could just grab her some flowers she'll feel better she'll 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 you know she'll accept my apology but at the older you get it's like the gifts start for one the gifts start getting more expensive but for two <laughs> for two is like you really got to understand you're dealing with a whole human being that has feelings so when you say certain things out of your mouth and then you walk away and come back with flowers you you're not healing the wound you're just throwing ice on it you know what i mean to cool it off boy, a while. walk heavy walk heavy sir walk heavy sir boy malcolm what about you your upbringing and your upbringing entirely your upbringing how you communicate now i ain't gonna lie my upbringing has been um that was great especially in terms of communicating my my parents always you know kind of instilled to me we don't lie like you know what i mean i don't got reason to lie to anybody so i kind of take that i've carried that pretty much everywhere like if i never lied to my parents i ain't gonna lie to no other adult so i was telling adults however, however i felt because that shit i ain't lying to my parents so i'll be really straightforward <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bruh, be straightforward, you what be in there like yeah i'm gonna be your daughter draws out what's up I take care of her though, so you're not gonna act like I'm just any. You know what I mean? Like she's safe for me too. You feel me? Like, for real. 
Jay is crazy. Uh, Tyler, what about I you really though? Don't, I really, I really can't even say how. I really didn't, don't even know how my upbringing affect my communication. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm still learning. Like how to i'm younger than all of y'all so i'm still learning things like okay i i do i did pick that up from home i need to fix that like just certain things like i need to work on my patience and stuff like that like mm-hmm. you know like little things like that learning how to like uh i don't know i know how to talk to people like i never had a problem with that my parents like my mom she's she knows how to put the nice voice on she know how to talk to everybody my mom's nice my dad my dad, he can turn it on and turn it off. You know what I mean? But I know I, I learned that I had to like work on my patience when it came to like dealing with people. But that's other than that, I wouldn't say my my upbringing affected my communication like in a bad way or anything like that. But Lewis or Jay or Mike? I'm my OG mate, so my fault. Uh, hey, you want to go first, Lewis? Oh, yeah, you go like that. Why y'all assume I'm going to start talking? Why y'all assume I'm going to start talking? <laughs> 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 hey, stop, hey, stop being defensive, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's some great communication skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, um, as I got older, I realized uh, some of the habits that I thought uh, were like uh, concepts of nice people were really detrimental for my, uh, I guess, development. Mm-hmm. Um, like we didn't address things head on in my upbringing. And we viewed uh, forgiveness as uh, ignoring. Mm-hmm. So like if some, somebody does something to you, mm-hmm. forgiveness is you proceed on like nothing happened. Like mm-hmm. there was no reconciliation. There was no, let's talk mm-hmm. about this. There was no, uh, uh, how do we proceed from here? Uh, there was no rules of engagement, anything like that. So I grew up ignoring everything, like everything. Like there was nothing to talk about. That's real. Yeah. There was nothing yeah. to talk about. What are we gonna talk about? Like yeah. I'm just, I'm. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And then you know, you get with a young lady, got with my wife, and you know, mm-hmm. she said, "Hey, that you know that don't bother you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." She's like, "Well, I didn't say nothing." And I'm just looking at her like, dang, like that's an option. Like, that's, <laughs> that's an option. Niggas like, are talking like, about it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, how would that go? Like, what, how would that go? <laughs> like, what, like, what you mean? Like, what happens from there? Like, and and over, and that's something I'm constantly working on, man. Like, like standing up for yourself, uh, standing firm in what you believe in. And, and always being graceful and respectful, regardless of what you do, man. It's a, it's a thin line between being uh, uh, graceful and being pushed over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody else on the upbringing, Lewis or Jay? Nah, nah, Lewis can go ahead. I mean, uh... so. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it, it certainly did, right? And one thing that Tyler was mentioned, and I appreciate his, his candor, man, just to be able to say, you know, you don't know that, right? I think it started to click for me and Tyler, hope maybe this will happen for you later later on. Um, when I when I became, or when I got into the, the one relationship that I knew I didn't want to end, which is which is my wife, um, I began to become more conscious in, in my communication and like why I would react. I started to ask myself, why am I reacting this way? 
And then as I began to dissect, I started to realize where a lot of these behaviors would come from. And a lot of it is through your upbringing, whether it's subconsciously or, or not, right? So when you begin to ask yourself that why, you can dissect where, where, where it comes from. But um, I think I wanted to take pieces of, because uh, I, I didn't grow up in a two-parent home. Uh, I moved around a lot. So my communication style really came from pieces of the people that I lived with in the different environments that I was exposed to and just really trying to take the best of each of those dynamics and incorporate that into, into my life. And I think that that is actually an advantage, right? I have the ability to adapt. I know that there's no one way to make it work, you know? And I think that's really um, a part of it. That allowed me to be secure in my marriage because I didn't have to try to model it after anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have to model my marriage or the way me, my wife and I communicated after anyone. Um, it was truly what we were creating together. Yeah, follow that shit up, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him, get him. Yeah, yeah Jay. Right. Yeah. Jay should have went first. Jay should have went first. Boy. Look, Jay about boy, to say, man, we should say our prayers. Yeah, we table. sure did not, boy. We, well, we wasn't praying. Now, it was, I, you know, I, I brought a lot of stuff from my upbringing uh, as far as communication that was, you know, pretty bad that I'm trying to change right now. Um, one of the things is that um, like the, I, I guess growing up, like when people, I, I struggled a lot with like forgiveness because a lot of people, like I, to a certain extent, I was kind of like, Mike, if somebody said they forgave me, like I just threw that shit out of the back of my head. Like, all right, bet we, we back good. But I realized that's, man, they blowing smoke. Like, cause a lot of people hold grudges. A lot of people. So I kind of, in my relationship now, if I did fuck up or say something bad or, I would do what Sam was talking about. Like, I'd be the type to fix it with gifts. And I thought that fixed everything. Like, oh, she was arguing. Let's take a trip. Like, I'm cool. We on a trip. And then I realized, like, three months later, I'm like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, I thought that was over with when we came back from the trip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you mean? Like, you don't know, bag for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here, you know, running baths and all this. I'm thinking everything good. No, it's not. So I had to realize that I had to learn how to communicate and actually. I was talking to Keenan about this, just deal with stuff in real time. Like, because doing that stuff, it started making me passive aggressive because now I'm blowing the hell up. I go from zero to a hundred. I smile and laugh a lot, but I'm, it's no in between with me. If we laugh and we having a good time, it's cool. You pissing me off, we on 10 now. Like I ain't, ain't nothing else to talk about. Like we there. So I had to just learn how to like mature and, and get better with that. But I did bring that from my childhood. I, I think my only thing, I don't know if this is really a communication thing, I was like, Mike, uh, 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 Florida Mike. I was just an emotional ass team, bro. Like I wore my heart on my sleeve. I ain't saying you, but you say you wore your heart on your sleeves. Mm -hmm. I was just emotional because I was raised by my mom, man. And then when I got in high school, I realized like, bro, this is, <laughs> I ain't never said this shit out loud before. So I, you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> I was emotional ass. I, no, oh, like, it what it is. No, it's like this though. I'm gonna tell you the craziest joint though. Like when you, when you real intact with your emotions when you young, that was the era was saying sweet stuff worked all the time. So you yes. would say sweet stuff and you will be good. But then like, yeah. as you grow older, like you really gain these like weird attachments. Cause you like, when I was probably 13 to 15, if I thought, if I liked her and she told me she liked me back, boy, I thought we was getting married in like a week or so, bro. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh my back. God. Like it's the girl, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, then when I got yeah. older, when I got older, I had to learn how to, detach i had to learn how to stop idolizing women in a, in a sense bro like i had to stop like feeling like my emotions be like damn like this person 
Like I would do anything for you because that was just an emotion. Dumbass thinking has zero to do with my brain. Everything <laughs> to do with how I was feeling. You feel me? So when I met my wife, she was kind of like the opposite. Like she could have emotional moments, but my wife is kind of like, all right, nigga, damn. Like, okay. <laughs> like, I love you too, but chill. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 18, 19. I'm in college. I'm thinking that's, you know, it worked. It got her. Then like we get together. So like, all right, nigga, you got me. Shit. Chill. And then I realized like, damn, that's my emotional though. attachment don't always got to come out in like clinginess because mm. what I, it was grounded in abandonment issues with my pops not being there. I felt like everybody I loved had, I felt like everybody I loved was going to leave me. So I was overly attached to anybody that showed me love. So now mm. when, I, when, Dang, when, I, when I realized- Bro, like, you preaching. Yeah. yeah. And, and then like when I realized, dead like, ass. And, but that shit made me, that it made me look inside. And when I found my value of myself and I didn't need validation through my wife, through my friends, through my circle, through my, you know what I'm saying? When I just really could wake up and be like, yo, if I made this decision, people know my character. I know what I bring to the world, just in a small sense or big sense. Once I started living with that, that emotional attachment didn't go out the window. It just evolved to an actual intimacy with my wife that I don't have to necessarily be attached to her hip from. You feel me? But, um, okay. I, I know, bro. I know, fella. My bad. I got, well, I was emotional, bro. Get the uh, you know, there, bro. Talk your shit, bro. Hey, look, so this is the one that I can't wait to get to. What's y'all views on finances when it comes to dating, when it comes to being in relationships, when it comes oh. to being married? Oh. What's y'all looks on finances? Oh, yeah, Can she make this. more if she do what it look like? Are you taking the Hell first yeah. stab? All that. Hey, look, DJ Marcus, he's paying for everything. I'm going to tell you and, that now. And add why you feel that way, too. Yeah, hey, yeah I remember I got blasted at the other uh, podcast I was at at Mike House. <laughs> when hey, I, yeah, tell when we were talking views. about this. Tell your uh, views. As far as the household go, bro, it's 50-50. I'm not fair to go slave on no job <laughs> and shout to get to come home and keep uh, her money. And then when we, and we break up, I'm broke and she rich. That's not happening. <laughs> talk about gotta, it, Mike. Talk about yeah, it, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Talk, every, hey, every, everybody got to get bro. out the talk house. The dog can't even stay at the house for eight. He got to go in the woods and chase fucking squirrels for eight hours. He's not standing in the crib. <laughs> everybody got to get out and work, dog. And as far as who pays the first tab, if I ask her out on a date, I'm going to pay for it. If she oh. asks me out on a date, Thank we can go Dutch. What if you make more than her? She still got to pay half with you? <clears throat> she better borrow some money that night. No, hey, I'm, I'm saying, saying if, you, if, if, you, if you make 80, if you make 80, she made 60, you still going half on the household stuff? I I, I pay a little bit more. Oh, boy, I'm about to say, boy, you about to be done for you. Uh, I pay a little bit more. I pay a little bit more. She, she might have to pay half. Hey, Mike, he like, like shit. I'm throwing a plug in or two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple hundred on it. Man. Malcolm, what uh, about you, bro? I feel like... I feel... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sam. My bad. Oh, no, you good, bro. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying the next person go. You got it. Uh, um, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm about to get dragged for saying what I'm about uh -oh. to say. Going after him. <laughs> but I don't know, being raised the way I was raised, you know, I've always been the type of man where I knew that I didn't want my wife to work. Like, I knew that straight out the gate. I was like, since I get married, I don't want my wife to work. I want her being at home, nurturing my children. It's a crazy world we live in. They hiring anybody to be teachers these days. So I'm like, I want my kids to get... <laughs> 
I want my kids to get the, <laughs> you know, the straight up. No, that's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I want them to get a straight up love and attention that, you know, all the love and the attention that they uh, that they deserve. You know, I, would, I feel by, you know, kids don't like to be here. So when you bring them here, they they deserve to give you 100%. And I feel like me giving my kids 100% is allowing their mother to uh, stay at home and be with them and not did, have to work. So Did she agree with that or that was kind of like one of your expectations? Uh, it was kind of, I would say it's one of my expectations, but she definitely, uh, you know, no, no woman, like if you ask a woman, do you want to go to work or do you want to stay home and be taken care of and, and, you know, and chill with the kids? Every most typical women these days are going to choose to stay at home, especially if you make enough to support the household and support for them to still go out, do their nails, go shopping and, you know, do the thing. Yeah, that's all I was about to ask you. uh, I was about to ask you that, Sam, like financially though, for you, not talking about your financial situation. But yeah. I'm saying, does that stress you out financially, or did did you does that motivate you to go harder each day because you put so her I, in you know, way? I own a construction company, so for me, yeah, it, it motivates me. Like when I wake up gotcha. in the morning and I see her laying next to me, you know, I go to every, every morning, kiss on the forehead, I, I'm out the door. You know, I pass my kids' room on the way out. You know, what <laughs> me, I tap on their door, say a little prayer, and then I, I'm slot because my family is my biggest motivation. So I feel like when I'm failing or I'm not putting all into my day, you know, it reminds me of who I need to do it for. Okay. Hey, so That's wait, up, somebody else go, I just had, so one of my exes a couple weeks ago, <laughs> shout to hit me up, like asking, uh, would it be a possibility we can get back together? I was like, mm, you know, I don't know, man, you're an ex for a reason, right? She was like, but I got one caveat to the situation, we get back together. I like, what's that? She was like, I don't want to work no more. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Yeah, like what the fuck you mean? You this don't want to work no more. You, you hit me up. <laughs> like she, she's a nurse right now, but she don't want to work no more. She was like, she felt like she worked hard enough as a child that now she don't need to work no more. I said, what the fuck that mean? I spent summers on my granddaddy farm. <laughs> you the lottery ticket. That's what I'm saying. I just went hey, on. Mike, you got to be joking about it. You told her something that you ain't telling us. Hey, what's up with that? You ain't telling us. Yeah. No, no, yeah, like, he did. Yeah. No, he told you something that you ain't showing up. Yeah, yeah, he called him for a reason. Fellas, <laughs> we we in the we in the open realm right now. We speaking our truth, She's right? Like, I'm being yeah. honest. She she <laughs> said to me, if we got back together, her end goal was to never work again. Like that that's her that's her mindset going into any relationship from here on out. Sixty. See, now I got to ask huh? some questions. Now I got some questions. Now I got a question. Mike, Mike was in that cap. He was in that clapping them cheeks and was in that talking about, you know, you ain't got to work no more, right? You know, you ain't got to work no more. Right? Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> are you That's being weird, right? You know what I'm saying? You was in that manga, manga, manga. I wasn't, dog. It was legit, just like a random conversation and she went there with it. And I'm just like, bro. So you like ain't that? tell her nothing. No, I promise you, I told her nothing. That's crazy. She came to me about the possibility of us getting back together, but she was like, the one thing is she don't ever want to work again. And she felt like she deserved it because she had to work hard growing up. All right, I still work hard. I work hard <laughs> right. as a jit and I'm working hard now. <laughs> so like, what the, so what I, was, that, I, was that always your philosophy, the 50-50 thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, that, like, that, that. but I grew up in the household. My stepdad paid everything. He was like, he told my mom she had the option to pay one of the bills in the house. He was like, I'm not gonna make you pay anything. But I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm the hell with that. No. Malcolm Matala, what's y'all views on the financial situation? Yeah, y'all, y'all had dating too. What, what that look like when that when she asked you out, bro? 
Oh man, we out here, man. Look, I just they ask us some wild <laughs> shit, boy. They gonna ask us some wild shit. I tell you right now, listen. I keep it a bit. I'm with the, I'm with the niggas. Look, surely like a like, like a month ago, right? I don't even know her. You feel me? She found me Instagram. Cool, cool, cool. We talk. She was like, "Yeah, you know, I want to go to the movies." I said, "Yeah, you know, let's go to the movies. Why not?" She's like, oh, "I want to go to IPIC. I'm like, okay. I've never been to IPIC. She's like, it's two of them. There's one in Rockville and I think like Germantown, some out there, right? I'm like, okay, cool. We could drive and meet there. You know, I, I live in Columbia for everybody who don't know. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can go there and go over there and meet you. She's like, yeah, um, you know, you the guy, right? So you you should come pick me up. I was like, you know what? Cool. You let me come ride with you. I can see. All right, come on, come on. Where you stay at? I live in I live in uh Southeast. Set up. It's a setup. Grab your fire. Super setup. <laughs> Grab your fire. South- hey, look, you better walk the northeast then. I'm right. good everywhere. Right. Yo, I'm really good everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm really solid. So I'm like, I don't even mind that. But it's like, all right, you, you don't want to drive. You don't want to meet me halfway to go to the place to go somewhere completely out the way. But you want me to drive close from Baltimore all the way to Southeast and take you back up to Rockville to take you all the way back to Southeast and then take me back home. Like, you know what I mean? So dating pool is crazy. I I I pay for the uh I pay for the movie. You know what I mean? She was like, Well, I'll pay for dinner and drinks, you know, cool that she said that once we got there. So I was like, Oh, okay. okay. Surprise me. Oh, okay, all right, give you give you cool points. Um she was cool though. You know what I mean? It was just meet meeting people, meet meeting people's expensive. You all right, meeting women in 2021 is expensive. Um I'm a DJ, so you know, I'm pretty good at a lot of places. I might get a little something on the on the tabs, but drinks are expensive, bro. Like, cut that. I have a question for you. Did uh did you actually like uh let her pick up the drinks uh bill? Because a lot of women say it when you dating, but they really just trying to test you to see if you really gonna pay for oh, it. Oh, that's a fact. That was good. Mm-hmm. I, don't I let her pick it up. I let, look, look, I tell her. I tell her. <laughs> say what you mean and mean what you say, baby. I'm gonna do the same thing. Hey, my uh, man, and like, let me get, let me get the ribeye. Let me get the ribeye with the hot damn. <laughs> I wasn't even hungry. She got the food right. I was like, look, just get me a drink, and I'll be cool with that. We watched Candyman, so I was like, all right, Candyman was dope. Candyman was good okay. Show. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, uh, I pick up the tab on dates, but like he said, girls are saying it though. Like, hey, I, you know, I'll pay. It's a, it's a conversation right now on social media. So like, girls are trying like a little extra hard to, to you Probably know, they need an, yeah, to put the energy out there. Like, us. hey, you know, uh, I do. Well, and girls up here got money as well, so it's like they aren't scared to pay for the bill, like at all. Like, but, but. You got to pick up that tab, bro. I ain't doing no 50-50s and no Dutch dates and stuff like that. I ain't. I, ain't. I got child support. I'm, Damn, I'm going to pay for I'm, I'm going to pay for the date. <laughs> I'm going to pay for the date until she be like, yeah, I, I, I got it. I, yeah, I got it. Now, Tyler, do you take that same philosophy into, like, in a relationship? Do you pay the majority of the stuff in a relationship then? Mm-hmm. All right, are we talking about marriage or just date? Relationship. Oh, no, relationship. relationship. Yeah, relationship. Not marriage. You, you, you can't start in one way and go another. You got yeah, to start right, right here. Right relationship. Yeah. What are we talking station. about? Paying for what? Like, we still talking about dating? Oh, now, oh, now we need specifics. Tommy, you know what I'm What are we saying? Like, you paying majority of the bills in a relationship. Since it's not, that's what I'm asking y'all. What bills do I got? Oh, with girl, for? We just in like, a relationship. Like if say, y'all, say, if y'all say, move in, y'all in a relationship, y'all move in together. Like y'all have rent together, utilities, like all that stuff. If y'all locked in, y'all say let's move in together. Ooh, Wi-Fi. Right. Answer first. Answer first. You answer first. Yeah. yeah. What you think? Shit. Ain't got that far yet. 
Yeah, he ain't I, shit over I, there smoking. I, 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 ain't got, got to the, questions, I haven't got to the Bills part yet. I ain't got to the Bills part yet. With a, hey, that, with that, a girl. That's part I have, of everything, though. Because if you, yeah, if you so, set it up so that you start paying for shit like that out the bat, she's yeah. going to expect that with everything. Yo, oh, he got it. So I put it on the front. I got child support. I ain't got. I ain't gonna shit. lie. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a real like. My. I mean, like my. My. My family was different, right? So my dad worked. My mom worked for a while until she had an accident. So after a while, she like stopped working when I was in like high school. So, but my dad worked. He pays for everything. He pretty much, you know, just gave her the check and she sent things elsewhere and make sure everything was managed. So to me, in my mind, it's like, shoot, I'm gonna get a woman that I could trust with my finances. She's not gonna mm-hmm. put no side thing in mm-hmm. here. She's not gonna do nothing else mm-hmm. with me. She's gonna take care of the crib. So ideally that's what I want. <clears throat> but practically right now, in my head, I'm paying for rent, mortgage, rent, whatever it is, the main the main spot of where we stay. That's that's hundred yeah. percent what the man in my eyes should be paying for where we stay because she ain't gonna kick me out of shit. So I'm saying, no, I'm always out of shit. If I leave, I leave. Damn it! But this is mine. Right? right. Like, it'll be mine. my name. It'll be her name too, but make it feel good. <laughs> I don't care. But I'm paying for the damn thing. You know what I mean? Let me ask a question. Yes, let me let me ask a question because for me, money has always been a sensitive topic, just for me personally. It right? is. Mm-hmm. But um, but when it comes to the lifestyle. Right. I, I kind of agree with my boy Mike a little bit because I feel like I shouldn't be the one to create a lifestyle for someone. You should want and desire to, to have that yourself. And I feel in, in my heart that you don't you can't there's no way you can appreciate it if you're not contributing to it financially. It's hard for you to appreciate living in a 3000 square foot home if you are not able to afford and or if you haven't earned or worked hard enough to be able to pay a you know two three thousand dollar mortgage in my in my opinion. So I would want to see someone that could that could contribute and match me or or contribute to to having that quality of life because I it would be hard for me to trust someone if I, if I'm giving that to you, you know because I'm comp- and you you just move in and I'm and I'm paying for it and you don't understand the value and the effort that it's taken for me to uh, provide this type of lifestyle. So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard for me yeah. to just give that to somebody. But I will say, like, I agree with uh what Malcolm said. As a man, I'm gonna be paying rent, the full rent somewhere, regardless. Right. As a man, I'm gonna have a roof over my head. So when I get with a girl, whether we in a relationship and we move in together, and from what I kind of observed growing up, the man should be paying the mortgage and and the roof over the head, and you let the woman handle the smaller things. You can handle make and make sure the house is right. Handle, make sure the cable and the internet is is all is. We got all the good channels, good internet. Make sure that we got food in the fridge. You know what I mean? That's like the smaller things. If I'm handling mortgage and car payments and stuff like that, at least make sure the house is good and the little smaller stuff. Don't I don't want to have to worry about the little thirty dollar, forty dollar. Hundred dollar bills and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. You, but, if you're if you're working as well, if you're working as well, at least hold that down and, and make sure I don't got to worry about that other stuff. I'm making sure you got a car, a house, and I'm gonna have somewhere to stay. So I don't even want to go half on the rent and stuff like that. And so their drive, and, and so their drive means. So how much does their drive mean matter? Because like when I was out and I was single, I wanted someone that was driven that wanted to acquire and build with me. Like, I feel like I've gotten to a place to, in my life where we built together and we can uh, get more that way. 
right? See, we, but can, we can probably so, get there faster. I'm with you. Like, so let's say I have a a, a nice one bedroom or two bedroom apartment. I'm already paying for, and the girl I'm dating a girl and she moved in. I'm not going to ask her to split rent with me, but once we we hit you know we hit a year and a half, two years in, and she say, hey, I want to you know, you know what you think about you know upgrading? Let's get in a, a bigger spot together or something like that. And now we're talking about something else. Now we now I consider a, a half and half situation if we're still like just dating, but I don't know. It's it's I think that's all situation as well. Yeah, that's my she point. Could, she could be making she could be making 150 and I could be making 90 or 80. And who who's paying the mortgage at that point? We can we can upgrade to something. We can upgrade to something nice, but who's yeah, paying the mortgage mean, at that point? Logical. You see what I'm saying? So it's like see now you want to flip it. Just, he, he wanted to flip because I, I mean unless scared. she's unless she's willing unless she's willing to not upgrade to a five bedroom crib and she she understands what my financial stability is right, right. so they just. Yeah. It's, it's got right, like right. what he said. He, he wants to upgrade it. Okay, if let's say I get with uh, Candace Owens, I'm gonna pay Candace Owens mortgage. <laughs> See, but I feel like, come on, that's now. how you start I, out 50 50. You ain't like never got to worry about it. I can't oh. go 50 with Candace, bro. Candace just got a <laughs> ring the other day. Like, I get cool. I'm gonna stay so home. I, I got a question. I got a question. I know, I know y'all. Go. Oh, Sam, yeah, I know like you had something cool. to say before I go. You just gonna say something to that conversation. Oh yeah, just to, uh, and like you said, not even to sound like no sucker or nothing, but like you, you know that saying where it says, "A man who findeth a good woman has found it a good thing." For sure. Right. Um, I feel like women, when you have a great woman in your life who forces you to elevate and forces you to be better for yourself, because going back to I think it was Malcolm, back to his conversations more so. Like I feel like if you have that good woman that forces you to be better. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like it's right of, of us as a man to make her pay that portion of that go 50-50 on the bill just because she made me become a better person. Now, because of her being in my life and forcing me to grind harder, now I'm able to make more money. Now I'm able to do more things for my family. So I'm not going to punish her by making her go 50-50 with me just because she made me grind harder. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I don't think that uh, I, I I get what you're saying. But I look, I think somebody could look at it different with the verbiage. Like, for example, if somebody say like, okay, my woman motivated me to do better. She elevated me because I mm -hmm. agree. My wife did elevate me, mm -hmm. but it was me who ultimately decided to elevate myself. Yeah. You, you okay. get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I can't I feel guilty for me actually elevating myself. I can give her credit for, you know, pushing me to do that. But I think that's what we do a lot of time as men. We want to sit here like Keenan was saying, like, we just attach to it and it's like, oh God, they helped me do this. I gotta do something. Like yeah. I think you elevating is enough of showing her that what she was saying was enough. Mm. I, I think you know that's really amazing. Okay. Nah, I, I like that. I respect that. Now nah, you're right on that. So uh, man, y'all, you know, fellas, man, y'all forgive me, but y'all know sometimes I just tend to disagree with a couple of things. You know what I'm saying? Two and a half things. I'm gonna say this. My situation is very different. Me and my wife ain't have nothing together, so we came up together. So everything we make, money is probably like if you had if marriage, if you had to consider ten core values for marriage, money is probably like a half of a core value because it ain't a thing for us. You know what I'm saying? We literally got everything we got out the mud. Every single thing we got out the mud. We met when we was 18, 19 in college. First apartments together, cars together, home together. 
whatever business I built, she had, she, you know, she, like, it's never been a thing for us personally. However, and I really do want y'all to correct me. I get the gist. <clears throat> if y'all met a woman that was on y'all level, or, or if y'all were the one that had to catch up, y'all, it will be threatening to y'all dating her. That's how I say it. As if, no, 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 no. But I, but the thing is that I'm saying is like, say if you chose her, excuse me, let's say this, let's say you chose her, right? Y'all go out on a date and every, okay. it's easy to have this conversation when nine times out of 10, you have what you view your life being like in your mind. You already know where you are trying to go with it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. If you sit down with Shorty and she got all her stuff together, I think that's more threatening to a guy's ego in the conversation than if you had to come in and figure out what I need to pay for. So if she came to the table with your exact same drive, doing what you're doing, if not better, would the conversation be the same? Because to be real, I understand what y'all saying, but if a if y'all get with a woman that's really doing her damn thing, you telling her, oh no, your name could be on it, but I'm paying for it, it ain't gonna work, Malcolm. That ain't going down. Yeah. She won't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would go down. You know why it would go down? I'm, I'm you know why it would go down? All right. Oh, so no, it would go down. See, it would, it would, it would have to <laughs> He was hoping you because, did Only because, yeah. only because she, she would, it's, I think it's, I think that's definitely like, I feel like that's also a type of woman. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I feel like that's definitely one, one who sees um, her energy more so feeling like it needs to be matched with mine instead of feeling like it needs to just be met with mine. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. A lot of times I, I like to not necessarily groom, but I like to let her know this is the cadence of how we're doing things. Like, you know, you don't have to do this in this way. Don't have to do this. You know, someone would be like, no, nah, I do want my name on it. Okay. But that's just for me to let you know that I don't care who technically owns it, but I'm just saying who you don't have to worry about if we don't have somewhere to stay. That's the whole, so, you know, you got to explain it that way more so and not less of, you know, well, I want to be that too. I know you do, baby. I know the internet done told you, and everybody's telling you you this. And I know, I know the memes is going. You you follow Justin LeBoy four or five times a day. I'm tired of you reposting this stuff. I know you feel really good about yourself. I'll tell you every morning you look good and feel good about yourself. But let's bring it back to reality. All right, let's bring it back to reality. I'm gonna pay for this right here. I'm gonna go ahead and hold this down. I just need you to work with me on this. So would y'all be with somebody where you the one catching up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm asking for help. I'm asking yeah. for help. Help me get to your level. And we still yeah. going 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. See, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, look, I'm telling you, bro. See, but, Yo, Mike, but yeah. on in your night, business boy. and you going 50-50. <laughs> right. <laughs> but check this, though. In the midst of going 50-50, you're not spending all your money taking care of the house. So now, when it's time for vacations, you can take on those extravagant vacations. She, she may... Be like, all right, you nah, know, she gotta respect you. My you gotta respect me? No, nah, I feel like she. I feel like women not gonna respect nobody who go half with them. I just don't see that. Especially That's how I know she ain't for me. Like, oh, I disagree with it's that. It's twenty twenty. They're not really man. rocking. Like, I feel like I feel like it's kind of a. It's kind of a like you got you got some who understand like uh, get it started, of, get it popping in this the value of money. because <laughs> nah, you got you got the ones who understand the value of money, but then you got the other ones who still fight the idea of okay where she fits in her ideal of woman and what a woman should do mm -hmm. and where that fits. So she's going to give you that back. I feel like that's natural right now in this current era of women. You're going to get yeah. a natural backlash of tension saying, listen, no, she's going to stand some type of one. you got either be here or let her know. Like, listen, I, I need that feminine energy. I don't need you to try to. Uh, that, that's how I know she ain't yeah. from. You get the hell on yeah. around here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Steeler X. It's a woman gonna try to bully you. They, they will. Oh they will. They all gonna test you. I ain't gonna lie. I never been with a woman and that and never tried to test me. I kind of appreciate it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I want you to know who you're around. You know what I mean? But but well, Marcus, let me ask you this, gonna man. this one. Let Marcus, can I ask you this question? So money is attached to to it's the difference between money and value, right? We spend. We your heart lies. There is your treasure, right? Do you spend money on the things that you value? So if mm-hmm. I want a certain lifestyle for myself, this person that I'm with or I'm talking to wants a certain lifestyle for themselves. So you're telling me that if we can attain them, if it's similar, because that's you typically marry people who want the similar things in life. If, if we can get that going 50-50 versus me doing everything, you're saying she's going to look at you or look at me or any other man less, less than because we're working together to maintain a lifestyle that we both want for one another, for ourselves. And that, I mean, that that also sounds like, that's a, that's a good question, but it also sounds like you guys had a prior conversation of where you guys were headed and trying to go. I also Absolutely. feel like she's not, she's not going to, yeah, I feel like she's not going to, um, in that sense, she understands where you are financially and going to move forward. But I just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, most women, if you give them, if you, I feel like finding and unlocking her best feminine nature is when she isn't obligated or worry about certain stresses of life. I feel like you can really just allow her to just be like, yo, just cook. What you feel like cooking? I, I don't look, it's already just you, you, you make the money for the groceries. So now you just pick whatever you want to cook. You could look up cookbooks and recipes, take yeah. your time, have fun. The lights is on. You don't even know when the rent due. Don't even worry about it. Just I don't, don't worry about it. it. You know what I mean? So certain things you just don't even worry about. The car needs to be fixed. I already did it. Don't even, I already did it. Pop in the the you know what I mean? It's already, no, I, I put oil in it. I, I know you ain't check it. I just put oil in it. <laughs> right, right. I rotated them tires last week too. I seen the front one was bald. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that. Hey, Marcus, right. I'm, I'm with that. I agree with that. I think to some degree, yeah. alleviating that pressure and that stress. And I think any real man will do that. I think that that you, um, you and Sam, I think are equating that to the how, the home itself. And Tyler, you guys are equating that to the to the actual home itself. But there's ways to do that beyond just the what you live in. Because I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of like with Keenan. Um, I'm kind of in Keenan's situation. My wife and I met when we didn't have anything. So that we didn't, I didn't have yeah. to worry about not me trusting too. her, trusting her that she was with me because I had something, because she was with me when I didn't. But I right. would say that our quality of life is better because we both can contribute. She didn't have to, I'll be honest with you, she doesn't have to. Um, but because we both do contribute, we can get more and acquire more. You know what I mean? And we both no, appreciate what, what each other, what we both put into it. You absolutely like I, yeah. I have more respect for her because she can you know, when Neil say I love her because she got on, she can go get her own thing. I respect it. Right. <laughs> just as hard as you. Yeah, no, nah, mm-hmm. for real. I, I think I think many men want that, honestly. But I think that's just the pressure of manhood has always been, like, especially growing up generations past, like, it's always been, you know, you carry that burden. You know what I mean? And you got to sure. hold this out. So I, ain't gonna, I think every man would really love to have that situation. But a lot of men get burnt. Trying to trying to put up a house. I got a friend who was who was paying rent for a John. He 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 went and got her pregnant. He did. He but but he went and got her space, got her crib, all that and the third. She done turned on him, kicked him out the house. He got charges yeah. against him. You know what I mean? So now it's a whole nother story. But mm-hmm. all the stuff, mm-hmm. the fact that he paid for rent and was doing this and got her out of her mama house, and you know what I mean? That means nothing now. All that That's he's crazy. like, he don't even got a house. You know what I mean? So now it's just like. Oh, why do you go fifty fifty? She ain't got the power to keep. Mike would have never did that. There you go. Mike. <laughs> it was her name. It was her name. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike, you, you probably, you probably walk up to girls. They'd be like, "How you doing?" You be like, 50 50. 
<laughs> Straight up. Hey, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Well, what's up? I, I hear you, but I think if you got the right one, you really locked in. The 50 50 will last maybe the first year or yeah, some things. No, 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 no. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Because, I, hey, look, we just sat down. I don't hey, kid, you. going to tell him, bro? <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. I'm because listening. Essentially, we talking 50 50 at a house, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to those other things, I don't think that's where the other 50 wouldn't come in. So like, I get the house you saying 50, 50, but when she want to do this or she want her self care days or she want to go travel, if you have it and you locked in with her, I can't see you being like, Oh no, nah, you better use your money. And I'm being real though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like yeah. even when, when you locked in and you know, you got it that say the house is 50, 50 and mm -hmm. you know, you got the bread and you, this, this goes back to that, that hint thing. If you see she had her hair done in her regular schedule, she wants her, her feet and nails done, this, that, and the third. Any dude that care about making their relationship livable, you gonna pick up on that and, and, and be like, yo, baby, gonna do this. That's true. That was the best word. He said livable. That was you feel yeah. me? Like, yeah. So, okay, that's this. Do you believe hey, that's in- That's true, that's uh, true. Happy, what is it, what is it? Uh, happy wife, happy life, do you believe in that? Uh, or do you believe in happy, happy spouse. spouse, happy house? I'm gonna there be we real. Go. Spouse, I'm gonna be real. House. That's like that's like the books we read in middle school about our history. It's bullshit. So 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 right. so. <laughs> so are you happy? Are you happy? Spouse, happy house. I don't know, man. Spouse, house, life, wife. We we I, I, we, we, see, we happy. See, we see, happy. This is the you thing. happy. You goddamn it. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the thing. I'm gonna tell you why I don't like that saying. I'm gonna tell you why I don't like that saying. We're saying. The happy Which house. one? Either Both one of them. Either either one of them. Uh, happy is a fluent emotion. Like when you say happy, it's not something that you can say like, because my wife is, it's just a flaw in the argument. Just because your spouse is happy does not mean you're happy. It's results driven. The process is all fucked up, like got there. Yeah, like it don't- And then when the results ain't working no more, then that's when shit go to, it's like, it's fucked up then because like you start seeking validation in that stuff. So it's like, oh, she's happy, she's happy. But you realize you neglect yourself for so long, exactly. then it's like, damn. Yeah. I done been yeah. to a place. I'm gonna be transparent. Yeah. I done been to a place where I was doing it for so long that Keenan asked me one day. He was like, "Damn, Jay, what do you like doing?" I said, "Man, shit, I ain't never sat down and thought about it." <laughs> 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 I was so locked in. I'm not joking. I was That's so true. locked in. Yeah. I was like, damn, I've been right. just trying to please people my whole life that I ain't even sit back and be like, "Shit, what Jay like?" And I like, I love DJing. Like, that's my niche now. So like that's how I express myself. I have a great time doing it, but for a long time I didn't even know that. So don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, he asked me the same shit. Hey Jay, he asked me the same shit, and I was like, uh, football. Uh. <laughs> hey, bro. Like, hey, bro. Not like, real talk. Hey, football. I like sports, and that's it. Hey, I know it. Is this? Are we playing to the? Are we playing to the word too much? I mean, because I, I do believe that when. When my wife is in a, a good space and it's I'm creating or the environment's created where she is in a good space mentally, not we don't have to use the word happy. I do feel like that makes things easier. Yeah, I, I, I would say this, Louis. I agree with that. I would so say that's this. that's that's the point that I that's the part I agree with, like of that saying, because if she ain't in a good mood, everything changes. Mm, I, I'm gonna tell you this. Right, right, right. No, I don't disagree with that. Louis. Hold on, Jay. Hold on, Jay. Saying. Let me oh, say okay, this though. Right, right. Let me say this, Louis. Right. This is where I think my my difference, my difference comes in. When you say happy spouse, happy house, I'm simply saying your spouse shouldn't be the reason of your happiness. If your so spouse is happy- Of my happiness. Of your happiness. Absolutely. Right. But if both spouses are, are happy in their right. life, 
the house would be smooth, but that's not my responsibility. Uh, let me be careful how I say that. Like no, I have, she's a, responsible. I have, for she's responsible no, for what happens. A, a part of it. A part right. of it. I'm not responsible right. for it holistically. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, no, so, I agree. So when I say like happy spouse, happy house, I think that there should be moments when like there's moments in my house. If I'm being real, we're like, yo, shit is really good right now. Business mm-hmm. booming. Yeah. This doing on, and the wife is like, yo, I'm kind of stressed. I'm going to be there. I'm going to support. But what I'm not going to do is get so stuck in that where my fluent situation now flatlines. But I do mm. want to be that support system to make sure that I get her back to being whatever I can, whatever she needs to do. But I think we think of like, yo, the number one thing in marriage that mess everybody up. If you walk in thinking you about to fix somebody and be their happiness, bro, you boy. Don't. You done, like, like, now that I tell my wife all the time, like, oh, you need to get away from me and go do some girl stuff. Like, right now, I can't fix this, what you're feeling right now. You need to go vibe out with whoever you're gonna vibe out with, whether it's yourself, your girls, your sister, your mama, all that. Because right. I want my wife back when you get back. Because I ain't this, ain't True. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm there not you that go. Fixer. Hey, DJ Mark said, What my controller hit the goddamn button? <laughs> Boy, you talking that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> To Mike, um, I, um, that happy wife, happy life, I think that come from our parents' silent, toxic relationships that they had mm-hmm. for most of their lives. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They, them, them wives probably get knocked upside their head anyway, so they can't even tell you they was going through it. So, so many things they were going through when we were saying happy wife, happy life, it was just the, it was the look of being... We, we, we said, if you were in a marriage longer than 10 years, you were happy. And that wasn't always true back then. No, Shit ain't no. true now. But hold on. This is where this is where I think the happy wife situation, happy life comes up. Let's okay. say y'all go to buy a car, right? Mm-hmm. And we got an idea of what I know what I want as a man. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it. And then she goes and she sees something that she wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we end up do this man? What do we end up doing eventually? Leaving with you a buy her that car. Buying her the car <laughs> she wants. Because right. to us. That ain't it ain't that big a deal because we know if we don't get the car that she wants at the end of the day, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be I ain't gonna say it's gonna be hell, but it's not gonna be ideal. And that I ain't want this car anyway. That's the stuff I'm talking about. When but, I get happy life, happy life, those type of decisions, I'm like, hey, you got it. I'm gonna go, you know, it ain't even worth it. I'm gonna let you to go. But, but Lewis, yeah. but Lewis, if, if if that does happen, though, let's say that does happen. I think what what or at least what I'm trying to say is if you put all your emphasis on that. When she does get the car and then she trashes it or devalues the vehicle, you're gonna be the one pissed because you're thinking like, "Hey, I'm doing this to make you happy, and it's not being reciprocated in a way that I want to receive and see that you're happy." So eventually, over time, it's gonna start wearing on you mentally. I think but, is what I'm. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But if we go a fifty-fifty on the car, you trash mm. and have your stuff. And oh yeah, my man. That's beside all of us. Fuck it. My man's decide your shit. I'm good. <laughs> hey, so so the kind of the kind of transition to a topic. I heard I forgot. I think it was Malcolm who said we were taught to grow up to like bear all the emotions and all that. Because we got, you know, some we got, you know, what I mean, eight black men on here real quick. What's your views on the mental health movement? How you were taught to handle your emotions versus where you how you handle your emotions it's- now? Uh, to do it all, bro. Like being vulnerable. I think. I think honestly, 
I think being on the screen, you know, if we was in a room, we was in a room together before some of us before, but being on the screen and nobody feeling threatened, their ego being threatened and people being able to challenge thoughts and ideas. Once upon a time, that wasn't the case for a lot of us. You feel me? It had to be some type of animosity. If it was eight dudes in a room, somebody had to have a problem. So what's your views on like just the whole mental health movement as black men? We ain't getting into like the analytics. I want to know how y'all feel about how black men, how they feeling, what they can say, what they can't say, how we are value, how we see ourselves. I want y'all to really get into that. Into that. So, okay. I'm, I'm I say, I say, uh, get help, my brothers. Yeah. Like I'm like all in all seriousness. Like I feel like we've we as black men, our parents and our our, our generations in the past have really tarnished the way that we perceive love and the way we perceive communication and um, the way we just like, just, I'm, I'm gonna throw out something very vague, but I feel like just with um, sexual assault within the family, back in the day, they were just brushing under a rug. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these are all things that we witnessed and we're just like, so why, why, why is Uncle Ray Ray still coming to the cookout? That's crazy. Right. Didn't he just, right. you know what I'm saying? But it's like, and that's the way we were brought up. So when you get yep. older and that goes to play with the communication level, but if you can't communicate and you have, you know, a hard time harboring your feelings and then you end up lashing out, like I tell you, these are all issues that I personally had. I'm going to tell you right now, I have no shame in telling my brothers to, man, get hope when you need it. Don't try to do it on your own. Big facts. Dope, dope, dope. That's good, man. That was dope, man. Big facts. Anybody else want to take the next one? I ain't gonna lie, I like this mental health kick, man. I feel like, especially for black men, like, just like just, just like he kind of alluded to, man, generations going on, like, like you know, my, my, so my grandfather, he died when he was about 98. So he was in that silent generation, you know what I mean? That was a bunch of men who worked for the family and that's what they did. It wasn't about watching and babysitting and me telling you how I loved you and care, you know what I mean? My, my family would say like, you know, they have stories where they know my grandfather loved him, but he never came out of his mouth and said it. So that's so when I think about that and think of how my 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 father went to raise me, it's like I give him some space to learn because how was he taught? He wasn't, you know what I mean? And now we're at right. this place now, we're moving forward. How are we gonna teach the next wave, you know, what works and what doesn't? So actually I'm glad that we're finally, you know, not, you know, actually getting into the mind scheme of things, you know what I mean? Letting niggas think sure. and breathe and get what they gotta say off their chest and everybody listening mm-hmm. and shit. It's refreshing. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I'm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead, OG Meso. Mike versus Mike out of the motherfucker. Boy. Yeah, all, <laughs> all I was going to say is that uh, it's definitely dope because uh, I look back to what I was saying earlier about our upbringing. Um, like going to therapy for like what you think is relationship related issues, you know, let's say communication problems or whatever. And then, you know, they dissect like, family construct or you know different aspects of your upbringing and when the therapist says wow right you know what i mean and and, and you know they've heard variations of uh you know scenarios family uh you know uh, situations and to me not even registering that I was neglected as a child. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, didn't even mm-hmm. register like, oh, snap. My mama lived where? Like, we lived in the same neighborhood complex. Mm. 
Like, it wasn't, I didn't know it was an issue until I was like 25, 26. Yeah. And and there's no telling how it's affected me relationship wise, mm-hmm. uh, the way I deal with women, the way the way I deal with uh 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 not neglect, but uh when somebody turns you down, rejection all of that stuff manifests as a you know in me as an adult, but I can finally like pinpoint the the childhood situations that created it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm better able to like identify my emotions and say, okay, you know, I can move around that a little better now. Hmm. Okay. That's good, man. Uh, yeah. Mike. Wrestling alligators and shit. But what what was the uh question again? Uh your views on like mental health from you being a black oh, man, like where yeah, hell that? yeah. Yeah. So I I I'm I'm with the whole movement. I I recently went to counseling uh dope, like dope. end of 2019, early 2020. That's and it right. wasn't until that point I realized like how much we actually needed. Cause you know, coming up, like where I'm from back home in Gainesville, East Gainesville, it was everybody got the same issues. Man, suck that shit up and keep it moving, cuz like yep. nobody wanna hear about that. We all mm-hmm. got problems. Yeah. But then going to counseling, you start talking about the shit that has like molded you into the person that you are. And you have a, somebody that can sit there and peel back the layers and you start identifying where and how all your problems started and how you view people. Mm-hmm. And now you can address those issues. Like to me, I'm totally with the mental health movement. I talk to my little brothers all the time. Hey man, you, you gotta go seek help. I go, I talk to a female, you don't take it personal or in a negative way but I really feel like you can benefit by going to talk to somebody, help you learn how to dig into your own traumas and make you a better version of yourself. Right, right. That's sure. good, man. Yeah. Tyler? I think, oh, my fault, my fault. No, I'm saying, I think for me, the reason why I went to therapy, man, is my son. Because I started to see him have the same reactions to things as I did. And I know it's because he kind of saw me react to him and I wanted to be able to give him the tools and to show him how he can change that. You know, I can't change my past. I'm grateful. I've learned to be grateful for my past. And Mike, I had that moment too with my therapist and she was surprised. And I was like, oh, that's bad. I didn't even know. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, shit. But, but I went for my son because I wanted the tools because I knew that is you know I may be excelling in this area by 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 trial and error, but emotionally, you know you don't really get that many chances to to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Nah. you know what I'm saying? Like you can make one mistake and it can be over. You know, so yeah. I think I wanted to be able to get better for me so that I can give to him, and it's and um and, and better for me, but also it's it's for my children, man. And I think it's important for everybody, every man, every black man. What's 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 challenging about being black, man? And I know I'm getting on a tangent real quick, but no, this is good. We have trauma that we didn't even create that we got to yep. figure out. I'm telling you, 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 you born with a felony. So we got to figure that yeah. shit out on top of just the normal shit that, yep. that families deal with and in interactions and relationships and communication. So it's even more complex. You know, it's even more layered. Um, just right. the psychology of it all, man. It's, 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 it's it's important for us. We need it more than any fucking body, man. And, and I, I, I mean that. We need it more than anyone. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. 
What about that you, Thomas? Where he said it was a mouthful. We need him more than anybody, man. Like, if y'all y'all already know, like that wasn't even a conversation. Mental mental health that wasn't even a conversation Back. growing up. You know what I mean? Like the 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 older generation and our grandparents that wasn't even a thought, like at all. So just the fact that it's a conversation now in every arena and every on in sports and everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation in music and hip hop, like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the simple fact that more black men are aware of this issue, and maybe not an issue, but the fact that we, it's okay to go see somebody and go talk to somebody, like Actually. that's it's 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 big. It's it's definitely big right now. Like, I, and I tell you the crazy part about about my joint, man. When I went, that was good, Tyler. I, I went to the I went the first time during the pandemic, but the pandemic kind of did me in up top a little bit. To give the backstory is I, me and my wife are low key. I don't want to say isolated in a bad way, but we the only like our fam- the closest family members. Uh, besides like Mike, Mike lived by me, but me and Mike really got real close during the pandemic though. Like we knew each other before that, but we really, really got close during the pandemic. But before that is me and my wife and she was pregnant. And my first session, the crazy, she told me the craziest thing. You know, some people may not know this. I, my grandfather was like my pops and I was raised by my mother. I lost both of them in 60 days when I was 20, when I was about to be, when I was 21. And in 60 days, I lost both of them. So when I, when, you know, fast forward to last year, I went and I was talking to my therapist. She was like, yo, she called me something I ain't never heard. She was like, yeah, you're you're emotionally arrogant. And I was like, okay. Like, because my wife, my wife a therapist. So I know some of the terms. I did a little work on myself. You feel me? And I was like, what you mean? She was like, you've dealt with grief at such a young age and isolation at such a young age that you know how to handle emotionally complex emotional situations, but you don't know how to handle things that's simple. So if something, a simple interaction happened, my brain will start short circuiting like, yo, why is this going like this? But if I lost somebody, I would be able to grieve properly. I'd be able to talk about it. And she was like, that's dangerous. And I was asking like, why, why do you say that? She was like, because with the way you live your life, you're waiting on the next moment to grieve. And I was like, damn, what you mean? And she was that's like, you're, crazy. she was like, you're not even viewing the interactions that's happening on the day to day. They're not worth your emotions anymore. Only the big events, life changing events are worth your emotions now. And when did you sat, feel like that was true when she said that? I mean, when she said it, I ain't never think the shit before that because y'all, I always been the type like, bro, we can have a conversation. You you know, I'll probably rub people the wrong way by telling the truth too much. Fuck it. <laughs> like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell you what it is, not my wife, but anybody else. Like, if you don't know me, I'm not gonna talk to you on that level. If we ain't never had a conversation in depth of substance, I ain't really I'm like, all right, bro, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I care, we can rap about the shit. But I said all that to say the, the thing about the mental health, bro, I think black men are the only species that is not allowed grace. We're yep. not allowed grace in any dynamic. Yep, Whether right. it's being a husband, 100%. being a son, <clears throat> being a friend, you are not allowed grace in anything. Boy, and boy, understanding boy, that you have to give yourself grace, grace. when the yes, world sir. doesn't, is the hardest thing to deal with. Hardest shit. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So that, that's what it taught me. Like, bro, you got to give yourself Ooh. grace because the world don't. As soon as you, you don't, don't give people soul, grace, though, you don't give people grace. I do. I give people too much grace. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, so just to hop on there real quick, I do feel like 
being a um, being a black business owner, I, I was telling my wife just the other day. I feel like mm-hmm. when people call me to come in and do a job, I feel like I'm not granted the same courtesy as the white contractor per se. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't deliver on time, it's immediate threats. It's like mm-hmm. immediately like, oh well, if you don't deliver, we're we're going to be lawsuit. You know, we're going to uh, uh, you know get a lawsuit on you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But I'm like, you just hired me because the white man couldn't complete your job. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here to complete your job. And you didn't talk lawsuit to him. You let that man walk away. But now mm-hmm. because I'm the black man, and this is, you know, in a sense, you don't, you don't, you don't want to see me grow as it is. But because of the fact that I'm here showing you that I have what it takes to complete your task at hand that you're asking me of, if, it's go- if it doesn't go anywhere but perfection, it's immediate. Like, it's just all, it always leads to Jurassic measures. Hey Sam, right. can I ask and, this and just a, oh, go ahead. Can I ask this? Being that you own your you own your company, you know you're the face of your stuff. How mm-hmm. often do you still feel obligated to code switch, knowing that even though it's yours and you control your life, you control your time? How often do, does that still allow you to be Sam 110 percent of the time, or you still got a code switch to still make it in the game, even though you own all your stuff? Mm, code switch. Tell you that right now. My wife knows. When we're in the truck together and she answers the phone, she was like, what did that client want? Because she immediately knows, she hears a switch in my voice mm. when I talk to clients. you, I, un, Unfortunately, I can't be 100% Sam. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now, I've gotten a lot of backlash on it, especially from friends and, and family, because they're always just like, oh, you're a totally different person when you're at, you know, when you're, you know, you're at work and you talk to your clients. Like, that's not even a Sam that we know. I was like, right, but that's the Sam that's paying the bills. For sure. Right. That's how it should be. Like you're not you're not supposed to put on the same like you don't wear the same exactly. hat to do the same job yeah. to do the same thing. And you co-switching is literally just a method of you understanding your clientele and who to talk to. Because I know for mm-hmm. me, if you had if you uh certain niggas came up to you was like, Hey, what's up, Sam? Can you get a job? He's like, Yeah, yeah, bro. I got love. You know what I mean? What's I'm up, I'm, I'm you. What's up, my nigga? How you doing? I'm yeah. good, bro. Yeah, man. That's, that's 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 here. Yeah, but you know, hey, I can do it. I can do it on too. I hate it too. Tell somebody that one time because I was on the phone talking about business and it was like, well, why are you talking like that? You never talk. I said, I never talked to you about business. If you <laughs> right. talk about business, I talk to you the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Get somebody that. Damn. Yeah. And, yeah. and that yeah. works to study all of that. Like it's it's I, yeah. I think it's called a we live with a dual consciousness. Like every black man does it. Like we know we have to to sure. Act a certain a certain way in certain arenas. Like that's just it just is what it is. That's how we have to survive. Like most people don't have to do that, but we absolutely we all know eight of us up here. And I think I just oh my bad, Tyler. I didn't mean to cut you off. You go go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna add to that because you you was definitely hitting on something. Because first of all, I just want to say like you guys said, mental health is very important, especially in the black community. Black men, you like we have to take care of our mental health. It's really a silent killer. You know, because it's really affecting the way that you, how you think, you move, your health, everything. I think the one thing for me as a black man that I had to realize and kind of get over and learn how to deal with is the amount of pressure that's being put on you by being a black man, whether that's in fatherhood, whether that's in your peers at work, whether no matter where we go is pressure. Because like Lewis said earlier, man, being a black man out here, you make one mistake, you you gone. You don't have time, and like you said, Kenny, that grace uh, to be like, oh, well, it's his first offense. They don't care about that. They trying to get uh-huh. you up out of here. So, so it's like, 
like, yeah, for, for your first offense, but you, we see other people shooting people up in churches, doing whatever, and they like, oh yeah, we're gonna give them probation. Probation what? and house arrest. Yeah, like, so that grace, you gotta stop looking for that grace, like you said, and give it to yourself. And you have to tell yourself every day with the amount of pressure you, you're putting on yourself, it's not like, you don't have to deal with that pressure. Just take it one day at a time. You know what I'm saying? One day at a time, because like Marcus L said earlier, every we go through so many emotions during the day. Like, so if you try to conquer mm -hmm. all those things and try to settle all that, you're going to run yourself crazy. And I know because I've done it for so long. Keenan can attest to this. Lewis know me for a long time. And Mike probably seen it too. Like, but because we have so much pressure on this, like, man, we got to perform. Like, I don't yeah. want, I, I have to perform. So, Failure's and even an with the, it's not because even with the pressures, even in like relationships and stuff, like I be seeing the younger guys, like the younger black men that's out here talking. They let these some of these women put the pressure on them, like, yeah, don't do that because that's not how a man acts. How do you know what a man acts like? Like, how how, how can you tell me the blueprint on how to be yeah, a man? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I then we evolved. start reconstructing ourselves, bro. It, it messed with your mental, but just protect it at all costs. For sure. I just want to throw something in there real quick. Uh, not necessarily switch topics, but I just want to throw this out there. I do feel like, as a black community, we have got to stop saying that, like. Mm. I don't know why she walking around here, you know, talking white or sounding all uppity. Cause I oh, feel, man. I get that. I feel I get that a lot too. When it's like, when you do like that switch where it's just like, you're, you're devaluing my education. There you go. Yeah. By telling me, by telling me I sound white. No, I sound educated. Right. right. Proper. <laughs> you're right. I had to tell somebody that I, I, when I bought my first house, I had some people come up and they were like, Man, this is how white people live. I said, fuck that. You giving white people too much credit. <laughs> yeah, too much credit. Thank you. Too much you know credit. Too much credit. Too much credit. Like, this is how I live. But, Kenan, I want to share one thing. I got to big my boy up, man, because we're talking about mental health. You know, I met Kenan and, and his brother and, and another friend of ours at a very important time. And the fact that we have these brothers on, and I just kind of get that feeling right now. It's important for us to be vulnerable and understand the impact and, uh, and the value of our relationships with, one, with, with each other as black men. You know, the fact that we can get on this call, eight people and talk about mental health, relationship finances, is so much value to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna put you on blast, Kenan, but this is true. Kenan and I was talking one night, man, and my bro told me he loved me. What he didn't understand was, even though that would have been weird, but what he didn't understand was at that time, it's something I needed to hear. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting that from a lot of people, and we were young. You know what I'm saying? I could have, you know, you know the slang, the terminology. I ain't got to say it. Like, what's wrong with this dude? This dude, you know? But, 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 but he had the emotional intelligence enough and vulnerability and insecurity to be able to tell me something like that that I needed. So as mm -hmm. black men, we have to understand that even though we kind of dismiss it or we try to cover it and make it seem like it's something other than what it is, there's value to these dynamics of one another. And I just want to share that with everyone and kind of put that message out there because, you know, we, we all come from these different situations and we're all dealing with things. And that relationship is valuable too. That relationship is valuable too. So, Ken, and I'm going to big you up, man. I really appreciate you being able to do What's that, up, man, and, and creating this platform for us because it's extremely valuable. For What's sure. Up, I appreciate y'all. Right. Right, real, real. And, and then I think, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, uh, with him saying that, like, to me, like, as I got older and I joined the military and everything and left the crib, like it was weird for me not hearing, you know, uh, like a brother telling his homeboy, like uh, he love you because in the environment we came up in, not trying to say it was like 
always shoot them up, bang, bang. You look up Gainesville, now nah, them bitches top 10 in the fucking country for uh for gun violence. But, <laughs> you know, back then you 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 never really knew, uh, you know, if you go get to see your dog again. So you always make sure you let them know you love them because you never know if somebody was gonna try and trick you off the street or somebody will try and wipe your ass off the senses. So you just, you know, you always tell you, bro, I love you, dog. Like, you just know that if you ever need me, I got you. And we always doubt each other up. And even when we talk on the phone, before we get off the phone, we make sure we let each other know, hey, dog, I love you. I got you if you need me. But it was like, it's the same, the same, what, nine of us that we came up from elementary school up, it's the same nine because, you know, you, you never know who, who with you or who against you. So we always know we came up in the mud together and we got each other till we go back in the mud. That's right. dope, man. Hey, yeah, like that. See, I, you know, you know, I, 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 you know what's hard about that, bro? I think, and I agree with you, Mike. I'm the same way. I've I've lost people in, in both. I'm gonna say more so in like real life shit. Like speaking of my mother, friends, I've lost people that's my that was supposed to be like a part of the nine you speak of that we ain't cool no more. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think I think that my shit. Hey, Keenan. Yo. Hey, I, I just want to tell y'all, man, I appreciate all y'all, man. I, I'm about to hop off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I just want to let y'all know I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Oh, for sure. All right, Jay. All right, brother. All right, Jay. Be easy, bro. Already. All right, but yeah, to say that, but I want to ask this question while we, before, before, because I know it's getting late. Uh, fellas, uh, can can a man be the prize? Can a man be the prize? Hell yeah. 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 I mean, if you think about it, if you think the, about I'm going to say again, the prize. Not yes. a prize. Not yes, the prize. If you think about it, it on the it, motherfucking it, table that they ask what I bring to it. I'm the goddamn table. What you bringing to me? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, if you think about it, if you think about it, the woman is going to stay with the man. He's the protector. He's the, you know, he, he yeah. might be the. It might be pretty ideal to make sure that she picks the right one. If he would be the one to lead the household, you know, serve as a protector, the provider. The His nation. girls are here. Women, are women, women choose who they date. We choose who we marry. Facts. We the fucking prize. Facts. We the prize. Raised and and I heard that raised (laughs) thinking that like with that mindset, like the man is the prize. This is what you need to do. This is go get him. You see what I'm saying? It's girls that are raised and taught. This For is yeah, they are being yeah. raised correctly. Go God. get a prize. This is <laughs> that bad. Yeah, it's too wild, yes, we are the prize. No, Mike no, said, no, no, I no. am the table. No, no, no what you, you, fuck right. Right. What yeah, you gonna bring to me? Mike, you Hold can't say that. You can't, Mike, you can't say that and want to go 50 50. You can't say that one of those 50 Hey, uh, yes, hey. I can. <laughs> I, I tell you this. No, I, man, what I table you, 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 you need to jump this. on half of that table. <laughs> and all my years of trial and error, every female that was one body, they ain't hit no more. And I'd have been married before. Hey, you got say to get again? gone, Slim. Say I say again? every female that I've dealt with, mm-hmm. if they wasn't about it, I have no problem leaving you. Cause like when you were saying like you, you when your dad abandoned you, my whole idea growing up, my whole outlook on life, my own fucking daddy left me shouted. I don't give a shit about now one of y'all leaving me. So if you don't like it, it's easy to piece it. Like I, I've grown up with that mentality. Like, hey, my own fucking dad, my daddy makes sure I was named after him and this nigga left me. So why the fuck you think I don't expect you to leave? Nah, for real. And if you I, leave, I, I'm like, sure. right. yes, I can feel that. I've been, I've been, I'm, I, I, that my, that is my, that was my exact mentality. But let's let's just scale back a little bit, brother. This is what I'm saying right here, though. How you gonna say? Still. How you gonna say you the table? 
mm-hmm. but we're going 50 50. Why does my money have to equate to me being the table? I bring more than money. Uh, okay, I'm a, so I'm gonna bring oh, the oh emotional, God. the physical, yeah, okay, let's, and oh. the mental attachments. Okay, let's do this. There you go. If you eliminate, if you eliminate money, right? Mm-hmm. And you had the list. You telling me if you eliminate money, she can't bring just as much to the table as you can? Mm. I didn't say she couldn't. No, but hear me out. You help me out by eliminating money. So if you right. eliminate money. Mm-hmm. I will argue any chick you meet when you bring what you bring, solid ass nigga. I'm doing this, 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 right? The woman you will pick will bring what will match you with all those things. So, how would you be the complete table if we take money off of it and she's able? It may not be the same things, but she's able to bring that other side of what you need. That's I can be the table. I can be the table. She can be the meal. I want to say if she's the other side of it, that means yeah, she gotta be the the all. I, all the I can be the table. She can be the chairs. How do you want to see it? I can't I'm see the goddamn table. I see. I see what I see. I'm what the fucking prize. I see what you're saying. So 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 Malcolm, you the prize, bro? Well, me, um, I'm I'm not really doing the half thing for real, just because you know I kind of demand more. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm that nigga, and I I understand. I understand. I also understand where we're at. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I'm 28. I ain't got no kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. Like, I'm a good guy, head on my shoulders. I'm a unicorn out here. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman wants me. Let's be very clear. White woman want me. I don't, I don't do it. <laughs> Asian women want me. I don't really go there either. I'm bonds with you. African women love me still. Black women, I, oh, uh, the only thing I, I, I give my heart to. So, <laughs> listen, like, it's a lot of women that want me. I get it. I know I'm not a lot of men out here. Talk your shit, King. Talk your shit. I might be, I might be a little, I might be a little pricey out here. It's a little pricey. You know what I'm saying? That's King talking right here. All y'all niggas, all y'all niggas will change your mind as soon as the right woman say yes. I'm not. I give goddamn. I ain't getting married no more. So probably life is about experiences. So I get probably. So Malcolm, you sit back and wait for women to approach you. That alone lets me know that you don't feel like you're the prize. Why? Why? Because I because I go after it. Yeah, yeah. What 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 arcade game like? <laughs> you I don't even got to finish the analogy. What arcade game, dude? <laughs> the, 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 like would like give me a prize just for playing? No. What arcade game like? You're pl- You you go to it to get the prize. You're you're playing it to get it. So right, yeah. you were the prize. Well, guess what? The game, the game ain't shit if nobody plays it. Mm. Lewis, Lewis, first of all, I know you don't feel that I way. like that. I like that. Cause yeah. Cool. <laughs> Cause cool with me. Hold on, Lewis, you feel like you're the prize too? Goddamn right, I feel like I'm the prize. Yes, go! Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Can we, let's make sure we don't have a definition issue. Prize. So you you don't feel like you the prize? A, I, I feel like a prize. Not the when I hear the prize, I hear a dude that feels like, oh, when I hear the prize, I hear a dude that feels like you're lucky to have me. Oh hell yeah, yeah, I'm the prize. Look, I've 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 changed a lot of women's lives, bro. I made them better without me stick without me sticking around. I just showed them emotional intelligence. I gave them support. I done rescued them from situations. They are lucky to have dealt with me to any capacity. So so you it's no it's no it's no reciprocation there. For real, no. I mean, they. You're not they, as lucky. You're not. Just, I'm asking. You're not. They just haven't as lucky always. As no. Them. Like I'm gonna say it this way. So like, if I invested what I invested in them, I have not received a, a return of it, and I'm not looking for one. Like 
like what I do for the people who I'm like in, in, in my life, that's what I'm doing just because that's how I feel. I don't always look forward to have to be given mm-hmm. back. If it's mm-hmm. nice, I like it to be, if that's a woman in my life, I kind of expect it to be at a certain point, but I'm doing it for her. Like if she called me, like the other day, I had, a, I had a homegirl, she was dealing with a friend that's not even my friend no more. She, she uh, dealing with him, she called me on Instagram, FaceTime, you know who who answers those? She called me yeah. Instagram, FaceTime, thought so yeah, I need you to help me in my whole girl move. I swear to God, I see that like, it's two in the morning, like, like what is going on? Hello? Hey, hey, Marcus, how you been? I was like, what's up? I need you to help my whole girl move. Pretty much she was in like a, a um, domestic type of, type of situation. So we moved all her stuff, me and like three other guys moved her stuff from Baltimore City in the middle of the night, just so to not try to see him type shit. So I I did I don't look for nothing from you. You're a good man, cuz I don't know, I don't even know the girl. You know what I mean? I don't know nothing but nobody, but I just wanted to help. And in that, I got some shoes. We all, we all, we all smoked a lot. We had fun. And that was it. Like I didn't get nothing from it, but that was cool. Yeah, but 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 I don't know. I would have started. But when I say like you're lucky to have me, yeah, it comes off from what you meant. And I want y'all to correct me because I think Mm -hmm. the conversation is important. It comes off like you don't feel equal. Why are you messing with somebody where you don't feel equal equally the same way where you can't feel like she's winning because you know you are too? That's why it's the and not a. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're saying you're saying. Let me say that. So like like like, like would you rock with somebody who you who know uh, say everything you said right? Like you invested all this in her, you know, emotional intelligence, all the grind, right? Right. Would you rock with somebody who wouldn't reciprocate that? Because in order to be in the field the way you all do, that means like you're constantly the one that's always putting in, investing, investing. And if she's reciprocating that, you can't feel like you on the pedestal because she doing it too. Not everyone, oh, needs so. Not everyone needs the same amount of things reciprocated. Some people are just mm-hmm. fine with who they are and fine, and fine with giving. They have that ability, you know? Um, I speak highly about my wife because I believe those things, right? For sure. And I know my wife's a prize. Do I feel like I'm the prize? I, of course, I do feel that way. You know what I'm saying? But that's a part of my personality. If she were to say mm-hmm. the same thing, I wouldn't be upset. I'm like, hey, you right. You might be right, but I'm I'm the prize. I feel like I'm the prize. Right. You know, it doesn't, doesn't mean that they either one of us, either one of us are wrong. Right. You know? Yeah, that's kind of where I feel like I feel like, you know, saying that you're the prize doesn't necessarily mean that the other party isn't. I feel like everybody should hold themselves to a higher standard because I know like when I first met my wife, I felt that way. I was like, hey, I'm the I'm the mm-hmm. best thing since sliced bread. Which I'm the right. best man you ever going to get. <laughs> but so, then when I met her and I was like, sheesh, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never had this. Hold up. Yeah. Like this might be this something different. You know, something different mm-hmm. and it's and and when we i feel like when you have those instances that's where i feel like we both were kind of essentially like bullheaded per se it's like we both ha- uh both held ourselves to a very high standard and we both were like oh no nah, you you know uh i'm the best thing that ever happened to you no i'm the best thing that ever happened to you but then when we come t- together it's like nah we the best thing that ever happened to each other and we just gonna rock this out together so so let me i'm gonna see if i can clear this up really the prize I, hold, on, hold on, I get that. So let me make sure I clean this up really good for y'all just in case, you know, people didn't get to hear it to this part. So y'all equating, and I think I this is a different perspective that I, I haven't heard. So y'all are equating it to like a, how an internal feeling that has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. And to me, it's more of a confidence thing. Like yeah. if, I, if I don't feel like I'm a prize, what, what am I doing for myself? What am I doing? Yeah. yeah. 
Like I'm lacking in life if I don't feel like I'm the prize in every situation. And I'd have told every female I've ever dealt with, I'm the best thing to ever happen to you. I might have turned out to have been a little toxic and shit ended in a bad way. But <laughs> I'm still the best me, toxic nigga you have ever had. And nine <laughs> times out of ten, I can get back with LX I ever had. Yeah, yeah for hey, real. Mike, I'm good with Right. Mike, you didn't cause her. She fucked that up, man. That wasn't you, my brother. <laughs> See that? See that? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. I get it. I get. I guess. I guess my 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 thing was more so from the stance of I, I still want to use that verbiage that you know. I think I got that level of confidence about myself. You feel me? I just don't know if I'm ever gonna say that out loud and be saying all that shit that y'all saying. But I do feel <laughs> that way though. I because because real talk, I do feel that way. I guess my difference is for me, Sam, how long have you been with your wife? If you don't mind me asking. I just got married July. Oh, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, congratulations yeah. brother. But how long were y'all together before that? If you don't mind me asking. Three years. Yeah, yeah. So like for me, I've been with my wife 12 years, bro. 12 years next month. It's hard for me to see the evolution of Keenan without even thinking about her. And y'all in different places, bro. Like, yeah, think about it. Every woman y'all meet right now, Y'all done had so much life experience that she, y'all gotta, it, it gotta match somewhere. Me, she's not responsible for every part of my growth. She's just been, a, she's been there with me. You feel me? So when I went to, when I went to undergrad, got my master's, got my career to where it is now, started businesses and all that stuff. It ain't like, she was like, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. But for me, it's just like, damn, I don't know if I would have grew at this rate without that challenge. But I do agree with y'all about how I feel about myself. I, I know I know niggas ain't losing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't get me don't get me twisted. I know niggas ain't <laughs> exactly. losing. But, but but if I if I had to say, I ain't gonna say that. that, that, that no, I'm gonna start some shit. Nah, see, it's just because you got a oh, catalyst, it don't make it bad neither. You know what I mean? Like it, like just because you got something to kind of give you a reason, a little spark see, to do something, it don't make you. You know. See, like, I would have to see y'all niggas in action. Yeah, this nigga's crazy. Yeah, I would have to see. I would have to see y'all on U Street, something weak and something weak at you. You might lose your mind or not. That's what I got to see. Y'all talking real heavy when ain't nothing in front of your face. Like, I got to see what's something Saturday. in front of your face. That's what you know. what I'm saying. That, oh, that's I, mean, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm built a little different. I've always been that way, and that's really. I feel like that's kind of what attracted my wife to me. Like I've always been that person. I have that persona and that energy that no matter where I go, people draft to me. Back. Like when I go, we just we just had this conversation today. We went to a little get together on Friday. I kind of went to a secluded part of the uh, the bar area that was outside, and it's like as soon as I sat down, everybody drafted to me. Everybody that was there, they had their own little cliques, all drafted over to me and started having conversations with me because it's just like I don't know what it is that I got going, but it's like I always that energy that I and that that exuberant. <laughs> Like, it makes people come over and just have conversations with me. So I feel like I've always been that way. And that's why I hold myself to that level of saying like, nah, I'm, I'm the prize. Like when, when I come in the room, you're going to see the energy that I'm bringing. You're going to feel the energy that I'm bringing. That's what's up. As long as y'all clarify that as a confidence thing, I'm with that. You should feel that way about yourself. But when Mike said he the table, I said hi to Mighty, bro. Fucking right. Let me give y'all some context. On he was there when I met my wife, right? Mm -hmm. You know what my brother said to me? You sure she got a good look at you? That's what he said when I met my wife. I did. I did. I ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way. I said, I said, look, hold up, bro. 
And when he showed, I said, hold on, she's seen the same nigga I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> she me. I'm gonna say it, bro. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I ain't I, I ain't this this is a true story. I said for real. He said, yeah, I said, well shit. Damn nigga, the fact that she takes you back, you winning. <laughs> but 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 the but 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 the point I'm making is the point I'm making is that that for real, for real, I think that confidence helps us all out though. In any in any mm-hmm. arena, professionally, relationships, everything. Bro, the thing that women don't talk about, don't no woman want no dude that they can push over all the time. Ever on no mm-hmm. day. Yeah. You got you gotta have that. Um I just I just I guess it's like the silent killer part. I ain't gonna never say it, but you you know they can feel the energy when you walk into the room. You feel me? But I ain't gonna mm-hmm. never say it out loud. I ain't I guess it's that type vibe for me. Um that, but, that dude that dude where they gotta warn their their homegirls, like, hey, my, my man don't really talk or nothing. So, you know, he real bashful. Like the the dominating presence that we possess without saying anything is just energy based. Mm-hmm. I understand a thousand percent why y'all gave that answer. I wouldn't apply the prize that way. Agree. But I, I agree with the way y'all use it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where y'all use it. This motherfucker say he prizey. I can't get over that shit though. But the but to close out in the last 10 minutes, yo, I want to ask is what are y'all views on the current state of what, the Generation Z, the young niggas coming up right now. What what's y'all view on young black men? What, what's hurt. Views on we are hurt. They are lost. We they are hurt. lost fucking souls. <laughs> you think so? Hell yes. I, they just, I feel like they're just floating by the skim of their teeth. Like they're not, they're not, they're not focused. Everybody's looking for the, the quick, easy buck versus mm-hmm. like, well, let me just, let me grind it out over here for a little while. Like, it may not be what I'm meant to do, but I got bills right now. Let me just grind it out, make sure my bills stay paid. And then when I come home, I still devote 45 minutes to two hours to my dream and my craft and what I really want to do for the future. It's like, if they not happy with it, they these guys walk quick. But, but Sam, were, were you taught that or did you learn that? What you just said? About, as far as... As far as like being a, be a grinder and figuring out what you love to do in your own personal time. Did you learn that from making bad decisions before and you realized that you had to do that? Or did somebody teach you that? No, I, I, no, I, it wasn't necessarily making bad decisions. I've always been that type where I would, I would never allow myself or anybody that I was around to go without, no matter how hard I had to work. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, I, I realized that I was putting myself and my mental health and the things that I truly wanted to do on the back burner because mm-hmm. I was so focused on making sure everybody around me was good. Okay. So then once I realized that and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start devoting a little bit of time to myself and what I truly want to see myself doing in the future, I'm going to devote that time to myself in the evenings once I get home from work. Then, you know, everything worked out. But I only said what I said about the generation behind us because, you know, I'm hiring these cats. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's man. just not. It's Everybody want to be doped out now. Like how we grew yeah. up listening to like drug dealers and gangsters, they growing up listening to drug users. So everybody just doped out their fucking mind with no dreams, no goals, no ambition. They chasing the next high. And social media to ruin these kids because it, it has created this false sense of security and 
and validation by being on social media and being in the forefront on a damn app where you don't, they don't have the ability to hold conversations in person or they don't, they see this shit as the way to go to try and make it big, but they don't have nothing behind it to try and actually grind. Like bro was saying, like the actual grind of, all right, I need to do this, this and this to make sure I get here by this time frame. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't especially with the reality. females. Yeah, they can't separate reality from the shit they see. Like, they they really believe that those videos where the guy like kicked the ball once and they go all the way across like three fields and they go in, they believe in that shit. And there's mm-hmm. no way, there's no way, you know, I know it's not really, they cannot separate social media from their reality. Sam, mm-hmm. right ahead, man. Like, they rather. They rather not taking a take a job making fifteen an hour because they feel like they worth thirty an hour, right? And in their mm-hmm. mind, they'll tell you that they missing out on fifteen dollars an hour when in reality, they're missing out. They don't got no check, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like they don't got no check. Like they turn like and and that's crazy to me. Like and that ain't this generation. That's that's now people we grew up with doing it too, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that's a blessing to curse of how you just said that with yep. all right. I know I'm more, I know I'm worth more than these $15 an hour, but they going about it the wrong way. Like this is gonna be the generation that forced corporations and other entities to start paying us equal pay to our counterparts or our white brethren, but they're going about it the wrong way. Yes, I think yeah. I, 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 you're getting robots. That That's exactly that was gonna be my point. I th- I see value in some of their ignorance mm-hmm. because they're willing to think outside the box. And we were our gener. I feel like our generation as millennials, we were kind of the last to conform the, to the to the you know standards of society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Gen Z, they really they don't give a fuck. They don't give that. No, I think that's don't. why you know uh, so many different things with the LGBTQ uh, community is no more accepted. They don't. They don't look at it the same way we do. There's no adjustment for them because that's what they see. It's right. normal to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, certain things are normalized, and I think it does. That fluidity allows them to have an imagination, which I don't think a lot of us had the opportunity to have. Um, and it allows them to understand and value themselves a little bit differently. And I think there's an advantage to it, but I think they do lose the substance and mm-hmm. and the work, the hard work that's required to get there. But I, yep. I think there is a bit of an advantage here. Like, like Keenan, like Keenan say all the time, it, it never pays to be first. Nope. They're gonna, they're not gonna reap the benefits of that, of that ignorance you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but whatever generation after them that is gonna reap those, they gonna set it apart. Yeah, yep. but because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this, man, and, and people disagree with me all the time. My, well, no, my fault, Tyler. What do you got? Do you got a pin on, on the young kids before, before, I, before I go off on a tangent? Take a year oh. off. Right now. Nigga, about a year off from being one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and about a year or two off from being one of them. But uh, I would say social media is 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 ruining. I grew up with it as well, but not the same way they did. You know what I mean? They literally grew up with iPhones and stuff. My first phone was still a track phone, so yeah. you know what I mean. And that was still in like, <laughs> and that was still in like eighth grade. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> these kids got iPhones and in, in in fourth grade now. So it's like social media, them phones is ruining them. You see the kids are now uh they killing themselves. Elementary, middle school kids oh, are killing yeah. themselves now. Yeah. And they say it's a direct correlation. You can see a direct correlation from when like Facebook and all and Twitter came up to when younger kids started to killing themselves. Like it's yeah. it's 
it's it's only going to get worse, really. And I would say as far as they work ethic, that's also diminishing because of social media as well. And it may and not social media, but I would say the internet is it's 10,000 ways to make money now on the internet. They don't see they don't see the other 10,000 jobs that's out here. They see the 10,000 ways to make money on the internet. You see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's my thing. And I Sam, I know you're going to test to this as well. You know the thing I think about the whole $15 no good thing? I think, like, my pops is an entrepreneur, right? And we got cool. He, he doing his thing. We got cool when I was probably about 25, 26. I'm 31 now. So I think this, bro. I think the thing with the working for yourself thing, you know, everybody skips from, like, making consistently, say if you have a job, consistently making, let's say, 500, producing $500 of, of income from something you created. It's like we jump from wanting to have nothing to be our first first millionaire, first family's millionaire. Like we never, people never teach you to start small. Like, you know, I do photography, bro. Like, yeah, you want to make the big bucks, but I had to start with like, let me book five shoots this month at this price. Let me do that for three months. Let me see if I can make this price go up. You, you know what I'm saying? I think uh-huh. with that generation, they see like, oh, money, you can make money doing this and all the YouTube thumbnails. It's like you go from not knowing anything that let's jump to say, oh, I made 90000 in a month. But nobody tells you with the internet joint out of 90000 at least seventy five is marketing. Mm-hmm. At least <laughs> seventy five is marketing, bro. So yeah. like they don't even like yeah. even if you look at some of these real great black companies that's killing the internet. I'm, I'm the type of nigga. Let's go look at these these reports and you let's look at these percentages of 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 mo- how much they're paying in marketing alone. That has nothing to do with product. That has nothing to do with everything else. But in marketing alone, a company can make four or five million dollars and spend. Let's say they make five million, they can spend three point five in marketing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and, and back to the to, bro, it'd be crazy. And to the generation Z, they just see the five million. And like, yo, bro, bro made five million right now. They don't even know what. No, see, y'all better go off the tangent. Yeah. Bro, it, it made me mad because they they're the first generation that's mentally born free. They're mentally yep. born free. They do not yeah. have any attachment to the struggle at all. None. Yeah, they are mentally born free. But I feel like parents, I gotta say parents, even though you know I'm an educator myself and I'm a dad too, it's my fault if my son don't come out thinking decently to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To me, to me, bro, that 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 disconnect of I teach a middle schooler and I'm older than their parent. I'm like, how could you really teach your child when you learn it yourself in middle school? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But um, I would say, like you just said, these kids are kind of born free. Like I would say, these young young kids, they probably don't even know that like they in the struggle for real, for real because they still got their phone in front of their hand. Exactly. They could uh-huh. be, they, they could be all the way be struggling. <laughs> they could all the way be struggling, have nothing, but it's still a phone. They, it's still a phone and an iPad or a tablet in the house somewhere, and and that's what they consumed in. That's their box. That's yep. their box. If they they looking at that screen all day long, they're not looking at they conditions that they living in they're not going outside and seeing the neighborhood they they're on their phone consuming what they and what they like they they are literally mentally born free now because you 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 got access to whatever you want to have access to 
right there. Literally, right there, right there at your fingertips. You cannot look at the real world. You cannot not look at the real life and look at that phone all day long. And that's 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 life. And I say this all the time: when you raised, when you raised with uh, with the priority as being like uh, you know, results based or whatever, right? And you and you don't mind skipping steps along the way. You max out earlier than you're supposed to, right? The, the the parallel would be me touching the rim in sixth grade, but never dunking, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, there was something that that I, I skipped a step somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I got as high as I was supposed to get at sixth grade. Right? Yeah, and it never matured. I, the the business, the the idea, never matured past you know because you didn't take the time. To, you know, to to take, you know, dive in, look at the details, do that market research. See y'all think y'all think it could be fixed? It could, everything yeah. could be fixed, but you gotta yeah, understand everything it, it has to be wanted to be fixed. You can't you can't talk to or try to heal people that literally don't see a problem with like what they do. They don't they don't they don't I'm saying they, hell they, they don't have like a moral compass to hold themselves to a standard. So how can I give you a standard of mind or think we could work as something as a unison and they don't that's it's nobody's thinking in in a unison type of idea. Everybody's in their own sort of mindset. So you just gotta find your like-minded individuals and yeah. keep that tribe safe. And that's what you gotta do, man. I was I'm about to say exactly it, what it is. It, it'll never change. Hell, look how long we've been free from uh, slavery, and it's still racist motherfuckers right here in small ass America. Every, every literally right here, and I, you know, the world, I feel, yeah, America too. God damn. Yeah, like America ain't big. It's not. I think we overvalue America in the in the global sense. Of, like we overvalue this. We're talking though. Uh, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, we're talking. Yeah. We were forced oh, to do sure. that shit. It, was, it, was a, it wasn't because I, I wanted to sing the national anthem. Them niggas was stand yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get hey, in trouble. We're going to have to save that content for another one, fellas. We, hey, look, that conversation <laughs> we got to get into without everything else. That whole America talk about what we was taught versus what <laughs> really is, is a whole Yeah, that need to be in person, bro. Hey, hey Mike, you know you ain't got to convince me. But hey, look, I'm gonna, y'all ain't got to shout out all your things. I'm going to clip all y'all information, man. Appreciate y'all kings coming on, man. Real shit. Dope times with y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, fellas. Millennials versus the world. We out. Pause by MWE. Talking